0: To all you awakening souls out there, my story is now a book, Signals from My Soul, A Spiritual Memoir of Awakening, is available on Amazon. Please click on the link in the show notes and grab a copy for yourself now. Welcome back to Evolving Humans. As promised, part two of my conversation with Melanie Trupp. We talk intuition, truth, the power of vulnerability, and so much more. And now, the rest of our conversation. Welcome to Evolving Humans, the podcast for awakening souls. I'm your host, Julia Marie. Settle in and get ready for another spirited conversation.
1: is the belief of the world and this is the way it works and all of that stuff, of course. And then we, we keep adding to it. And then we seek out, you know, I've got this little saying, our intuition is only as good as our belief system. And some people mm-hmm. will say, well, my intuition is, is it's always the truth. No, it's not. Mm-hmm. So little example is two people walking along the street. One person believed money falls on tree. The other one believes, well, it's really hard to come by and you got to work hard. Mm -hmm. There's a $20 bill in the ditch. Who will intuitively look towards the ditch and who will intuitively look away? (laughs) Because the one who believes that money falls off the trees will intuitively look and it will compound that belief system. And it will do that. The other one, see, it doesn't fall on trees. They intuitively look that way. So to start living intuitively from an honest, authentic place, we have to let go of our hypnosis. Mm -hmm. We have to let go of all those beliefs, because we are constantly looking to shore those beliefs up. And that's what the ego does. It constantly is looking for and when beliefs get shattered, it's traumatizing for a lot of people. You know, I know for me, just my whole life felt like at times it was falling apart. Everything I believed in, it was just like, who am I? Where am I? It was horrible places to be in, you know, like, and, and that's also very scary. And, and so this whole journey of coming back to the ocean, mm-hmm. I mean, it's a death of self. I mean, you don't know where you're, you lose who you think you are. You know, you can't just hold on. I think I'm this and hold on to something yeah. over here. <laughs> you know, It's like, there's nothing over here. You got to let go, you know, and that's, that's not necessarily easy.
0: Well, it's what we're being called to do at this
1: time. I believe yeah, on the planet, we're,
0: we're being called totally. to let go.
1: Yeah. 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 I, I mean, all I can do is say it's, I know what you're going through, been there, done it myself. I know the truth. I know, I know what I know as the truth. And it'll either resonate, it'll wake up. I, yeah.
0: Where could I start? We talked a little bit about the no and the yes. It almost feels to me like there's an undercurrent here of the more I'm able to practice being aware, self-aware, the more I can maybe move some of this energy or change these
1: patterns you know it's a real paradoxal thing because when you have somebody who's unaware and I'm not trying to be you know the yeah. the naysayer, but yeah. someone who's unaware who thinks, well, now I'm going to be aware, they're not really aware, okay, and they're actually um solidifying some of their belief systems and their ego in this thing mm-hmm. um. So sometimes doing this on your own and and is I don't think that's always the best thing because sometimes we can't see what someone can see for us. And well that was exactly
0: my point. Yeah. <laughs> if if I want to do this I I need to probably accept that I can't do it on my own that I need someone who who is outside of my little mini matrix that can help yeah. identify for me dispassionately and without attachment but with great compassion
1: to help me help myself yeah and there's an old saying you know when the student is ready the teacher appears exactly you know and I think that um, asking for help and guidance I don't believe that it's it's that you can't do it on your own it's just that why would you you know why would you and and I think that's sort of that. And I kind of believe that you can't really trust yourself when you're in it, you know? And if you, so why, why would you, if this is really what you want, okay, then Mm -hmm. it is about opening the door. And that may be a big step right there is allowing someone to come in. And as, you know, being a practicing and a hypnotherapist, many of my clients were absolutely terrified to be around me in the beginning. They weren't terrified of me. They were terrified of what was in them and Mm -hmm. that I could see. And that's such a huge step. And it's just like, it's so illusionary. There's nothing inside of anyone that is so horrible. There really is not, you know, it's so is not. But that step is such a big step. Yes, that means I have to be
0: vulnerable. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And that, yeah. in my opinion, well, you actually said it somewhere on your website about how vulnerability is
1: important to... Oh, it's
0: powerful. If we desire to have true intimacy, we're, we got to be vulnerable.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's, vulnerability is so powerful, you know, like it, it is really the uh, kind of I look at it when we, when we have all the shield up, we are denying mm-hmm. how powerful we are we're saying nobody can get near me i'm so weak i'm so this and I, and, and that's hypnosis you're you're manifesting it all the time i got to put these shields i got to protect myself i've got to do all this and i'm trying to say no 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 that's a big hypnosis that's such an illusion you are so powerful take all that stuff up and come on out and live in this world and when you are that open and that vulnerable okay You are almost transparent. You are Mm -hmm. transparent. Nothing can hit up against you. Just imagine that when you're living in the world with nothing that can hit up against you. How free are you? You know, you are so free Mm -hmm. to to just walk amongst the masses. My instructor used to say you could walk through the mud and never have it stick, Mm -hmm. you know, and you are so free. Like it is so free. I know it's a huge step and I know it's scary. But if I can say to anyone out there listening, it's an illusion. It's a mass hypnosis. This whole concept of vulnerability yes. is a mass hypnosis. It's an illusion. It's, if I could swear, I'd say it'd be. Mm-hmm. It's not <laughs> true. <laughs> so it is. Yeah. And, and that sort of goes into another thing is, is we get so afraid to feel our emotions. You know, like we, 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 the triggers and, and don't do this. I don't want to feel this. And I don't want to feel this. I don't want to feel that. I'm scared to feel this. And we navigate our, I don't want to feel loss. I don't want to feel this. I don't want to feel death. I don't want to feel anger. I don't want to feel this. When, if you look like if you were walking in a room and you say, I don't want to feel things that are soft. I don't want to think, feel things that are cold. I don't want to feel things that are hard. I don't want to feel this. How limited are you in that room? OK, when we do that with our own emotional experiences, I don't want and we work around. I don't want to feel this. And if we could let go of all that, we could just change our mindset and said, you know what? I want to experience all the emotions that there are because I am not those emotions. I am the experience or of it. Do you know how free we are? We can try new things. We can do this. We can do that. And we're not afraid of feeling things. It's an experience. Don't be afraid of experiencing these emotions. This that's part of what we're here experience them. You know, it's it's beautiful. Even grief is is beautiful. There's some there's a gift in it when we say I want ex- I'll, I'm not afraid to experience it. I'll go right to the depths of it. So I have a
0: question that brings up a question for me since you mentioned it because a thought came to my mind to ask you exactly about grief. Mm -hmm. What if I'm a person who gets stuck in that cycle? What does that say? Well, The life is now transformed and grief becomes my reason for living. Like I don't, I am, my grief is my identity.
1: Well, and I'd say, okay, I kind of look at it as five little buckets, okay? One mm-hmm. bucket is grief, one is joy, one is one is sadness, one is this, one is that. Which bucket are you standing in? You know, you can stand in that bucket. Mm-hmm. It's not my job to say you can't have it. But there's no such thing here as a victim. It's a willing participant. Yeah. So then I would look at it with my work. I'd say, what is your attachment? What are you more afraid of? Because if you are stuck in grief, then there's something that you're more afraid of. Oh. Okay. Because it's like, we've got yeah. these buckets here. You can go step over in this bucket. What, why, what are you afraid of? You know, so there's no such thing as a victim here. It's a willing participant. And that's, th- that's where you need somebody outside to say, okay, I see it real clear. You know you're standing in this bucket, you you're telling me you're stuck in it. There's a bucket over here. Go over there. I can't, I won't. I got this. Mm-hmm. I got that and and it becomes so true, like the dream, you know, it becomes so true. and I go, well, what are you more afraid of? So I have to take that person really deep through and into and open up that door. and it may be, I'm so afraid of it could be for a lot of people as I'm not saying it is for everybody. I'm so afraid of experiencing joy. Why? Because mm-hmm. I want to protect myself from feeling grief again. Yeah. You know, or yeah. I don't feel I deserve it. You know, I've, I have to punish myself. You know, it, it, all those things will come up from the unconscious or even conscious. But it's kind of conscious, unconscious. We know the truth. We know it. Mm-hmm. But we, we've been afraid to acknowledge it. Yeah. So we get stuck in our thing. I can't. Something's wrong. To do to do to do. Mm-hmm. As a therapist. As a counselor, I have learned with everything that I've done in my life, we can spend 20 years talking about this bucket of grief yep. and we can hash it out and we can mull around it and we can do a whole bunch of stuff. But <laughs> there are shortcuts. <laughs> there really are shortcuts. And the only thing that shortcuts us is the liberation from the hypnosis. And that in itself is conscious awareness.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I have never met anybody who consciously chooses pain. Exactly. Okay. So that's what liberates us is conscious awareness. Okay. We have to get out of the hypnosis, mm-hmm. open up to conscious awareness. And then if you choose, and it's really funny because on my journey, as I you know became more conscious and awareness, I would get into these little snits or these little things. It got harder to get into them. Like it got harder because I was too darn conscious of it, you know, and I wanted to just milk it, you know, and I wanted to do it and it became really hard to do it. So as we become conscious, because we recognize these choices, we see the reality of it all. It really gets hard to stay stuck. Not consciously. It gets Mm -hmm. really hard. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know where I was going with that. That's okay. Of- no,
0: because I asked you about people <laughs> staying there. And, and I just, I wanted to see what you'd say about that, because that could free so many people. If they understand no. they don't have to live there.
1: No, they, they do don't not. have to live there. No.
0: And no. frankly, their loved ones wouldn't want them to stay there.
1: Yeah. yeah. So there is that too. So. Yeah, there is no such thing as a victim. It's a willing participant, mm-hmm. and we have to take that. And there's so much power in that. There's so much power in that. Hey, I'm participating in this somewhere inside of me. I am choosing this. <laughs> you know, what?
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know,
1: why and how come? And then even that can be short lived. You can just say, oh, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: You know, I want to ask you one more, I want to cover one more topic before we close down this conversation. I mean, you've been very generous with your time and your wisdom, but I hear a lot about codependent relationships and dependency and interdependent. And so would you mind speaking to that broader topic
1: Yeah, we're going to come up a few levels here to the surface level of relationship in our day-to-day lives and stuff like that. So codependency is what I feel is dependent on how you feel. If I can make you happy, then I can be happy. So that's on the emotional level. Okay, Mm -hmm. we can also do it on our financial level, we can also do it on our physical level is how you are is how I can be, you want to sit on the couch all day, I can't do that, I can't go out and run and be healthy. So it's like a dependency, what you do affects me, and Mm -hmm. that brings in manipulation that brings in coercion, or that brings in just acquisition, just because you are this way, that's way I'm going to be. Okay. So that's your codependence. That's your that's your dependency and kind of a codependence. They're almost dependencies. I've given up everything. I'm not even gonna try. You know, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna like I'm totally dependent on you for how I act, what I think, how I feel, what I do. I'm completely dependent on you are me. You're Mm -hmm. going to tell me who I can be and how I can be. I'm totally dependent on you. And interdependency in a relationship is we are both independent because I don't believe in being independent. I think there's an interdependency is where I am me. You are you. And within that, there is an element of sometimes dependency. I'm I'm going to depend on you to be honest with me. You know, I'm going to give that to you. But there's an awareness here that I'm not blinded to it and I've given Mm -hmm. away it. Okay yeah. so it's a choiceful thing yeah. or I'm going to be dependent on you to clean up the room or do something like that you know and when you don't do it like there's still that I'm not totally reliant on you to do everything it's sort of like an interflowing it's not an independent I'm mm-hmm. also you know your feelings do affect me and I can put boundaries on it but I'm not dependent on you to feel that so I can feel this mhm Okay, so there's that real awareness that goes in there, and there's sort of like that 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 flow, and I think that's just a really mature, common about goal that we want to have that we have an interdependence. Yes. So a lot of people in relationships they either are dependent or independent, uh-huh. you know, and the codependent is kind of like I'm I'm de- it's a little bit codependent. It's just like I'm still the de- dependent on so many things for you like I still don't know me I can't separate myself off is the way that I look at it
0: and that for me codependent is it's almost both sides like there's something over here that I depend on this person for and they depend
1: on me could be for something different sure but it's without it when you don't have and that's what interdependence it kind of just separates it off if I don't get that from you I'm still okay over here. Exactly. Whereas if you I'm know, codependent, so I'm not. N- not really. Or there's a manipulation underlying or coercion oh, okay. that will come on because I still need that from you. So I can't separate, or I'm going to get angry okay. at you, or I'm going to get frustrated at you. Instead, it's sort of like that place is, yes, I I would want this. I, I would like this, but I don't need to have this. hmm Okay. And when you take that need out for for this, and it's really it's kind of hard to say because like I have my partner, there's things I need from him. I want from him and I need from him. But if I didn't get it, I'm still okay. Mm-hmm. Okay. In a codependence, it's is like I'm not okay if I don't get that. Exactly. You know, so I, I can still say, hey, I need that from you. But he says no. It's like, oh, okay. <laughs> you know, <laughs> what can I say? You know, but I'm not like ah, yeah. You know, so there's a difference. <laughs> I just, I
0: just thought that would be a good thing to touch on because maybe people don't know what kind of a relationship they're in, so it's kind of helpful for them to be able to maybe take a look at that.
1: Yeah, it's so funny because you know, it's like you're taking me way deep down in here. Well, and then I a- wanted to Ooh. come back up to the. <laughs> Takes me a while to come back yes. up there. Oh, okay. We're on this level here of these things that we just talked about are so irrelevant, you know. But they are our day-to-day lives. They exactly. are what we have. Yes. Yeah,
0: for sure. So and for those that are at that level, I thought it was valuable for them
1: to have It's that. very valuable. It is. It's just <laughs> you put me on a roller coaster there for yes. a moment. <laughs> and it's so funny because um, you know depend and it, it's just a weird Just trust me is the way I feel at times is when we went down there to me that there's truth there so all of yes. that here is is there's truth in the illusion but it's hard for me sometimes to you know yeah. like and and to say that this is the absolute because it's not because there's mm-hmm. the absolute truth and then yes there's this that plays out
0: exactly and so
1: yeah so they both have relevance but stay up here for a while but try to keep working yourself down you know there's a lot of people that got to
0: start somewhere and maybe in identifying that surface level stuff is a good place to
1: start I I think I started not even on the planet so that's okay I had to come all the way down into my body to start understanding just Mm -hmm. some of this stuff so yeah absolutely yeah yeah I just don't like to stay there you know, like I, when yeah. I work with someone, I want to work with them where they are for sure, and let's get mm-hmm. this up. And when you're ready, and sometimes just that shift of coming into a deeper consciousness, all of what was a problem up here doesn't exist. Isn't.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: it isn't. So if if there's the student is ready, the teacher always appears. And if, if sometimes there's there's jumpers, you know, yeah. and 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 you just have to say a few words, and they just jump right down. Okay, whoa. And all of this stuff here is like, what? What are you talking about? That's not even an issue anymore. Yeah. You know? And then there's other ones that, you know, I gotta spend a lot of time with. And some of them are just okay here and their lives are working out really great. And that's where their soul is meant to be. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm and, and that's fine. As long as I'm there to be of service and that's what they want, that's okay. You know, I mean, everyone has their own journey. I don't think everybody all at once is just going to come into an enlightenment. I mean, it would be wow, I don't know what would happen. Maybe, (laughs) you know, it would be crazy. It would be awesome. But I think that we're all in our own time, in our own space, and there's reasons for that. And I don't have the big plan. Oh, me neither. Work on changing
0: your frequency and what you vibrate out into the world. That's how you will change the world. Yeah, together we will. And that, you know, that just changes our
1: body. I mean, Mm -hmm. I, I even work with people who have health problems. And when we let go of some of that stuff, our body like is manifesting. Isn't it miraculous?
0: And, how oh, that, it's so yep.
1: miraculous. It's just amazing. And and the energy of, of you just see the the light, the face lights up, the, the mm-hmm. energy. I mean, I'm very in tune to energy and yeah, stuff like that. And you too. can just feel the lightness of somebody and it's just like, wow. Mm-hmm. And what's really neat is, is you're just drawn to that light you know, and, and I think that's all we need to do is become that light. And when we become that light, more darkness comes to the light. And that's yeah. how we transform. So it's up to us to lift all those veils yep. of darkness and illusion. Exactly. And just, you know, become the light. And that is so, so valuable, important, and what a great purpose. We if just need to be of,
0: the light we already are. Exactly. And that's where you just lift all yes. that stuff off. <laughs> we don't have to become anything. We just need to be yeah. who we are, what
1: we are. Yeah. 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 And that goes back to your question, too. It's right. sort of like where we hang around the light, it, it helps us. If we hang around yes. in darkness, we'll stay in darkness. Exactly. So it is about seeking that out and hanging out and just hanging out. You know, that's that the old leaves. sympathetic resonance thing. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. A yeah, rising tide light. lifts all boats using your
1: exactly. ocean analogy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure.
0: Oh, so it's been
1: so great.
0: We are coming to the end of our time. I could keep talking with you personally for quite some time, but I'm going to respect your your time. And so before we close, Can you tell the people where to find you? If something about what you said today has inspired them, how can they find you?
1: Yeah, I have my website and it's uh, EPIC, E-P-I-C, transitions.ca, EPIC standing for Empowering Personal Improvement and Change. (laughs) So on my website there, I've got a lot of, I primarily, as I say, work with women, all about relationships. I also have a private counseling session, which I do now on Zoom, and there's ability to book appointments with me online. Mm -hmm. I am so open. I cannot express it up as much as I love to work with women and do about relationships. I'm very much open to working with people who anything else resonated with them. Because as I said, I spent 10 years self-inquiry with Mm -hmm. my yogini practice and spirituality and these depths of conversation is just like, you know, you got to start somewhere. So that's-
0: You also have a free gift. Yes, I do. For the listeners, so please share how they can access that.
1: Okay. What I'd like them to do is tell me that they listen to your show. I think that's in all fairness. Okay. And Perfect. the first five people that will email me, which is Melanie at EpicTransitions.ca, said that you listened to your show and that you want their free gift. I have uh, five, uh, four workshops. Okay, that you'll see on there, uh, they're the one week online ones, and they can have one of their choosing. I'm only going to give one of each. So there's four of those. And Mm -hmm. the other one is a free ebook that I have now, which is just about a relationship audit. Mm -hmm. So that's five things. I'm only giving one of each away. So the first one will I'll say this is many left, which one do you want? The only thing that I'm going to ask in return for that as much as it's a free gift is I just like their reviews of the course that they've taken so it can help other people. Yeah, so just email me and say that you listen to me on this podcast and um, go from there, five. Okay, so first five, as it goes down, well, there's three left, there's two left, and this is it. That works for me. Okay, awesome. So before we close
0: out, I want to ask five questions that I ask every guest. Okay. The first question is three words to describe
1: your spiritual journey. Found enlightening mind blowing. Can I put that extra word in there? Yes, (laughs) we'll hyphenate (laughs) it. Okay, thank you.
0: (laughs) What is one thing that people who know you would be surprised to learn about you?
1: I don't know. I'm such an open book. That's fair. Yeah, thank you. Because I really don't know that I. Well, no secrets. In fact, sometimes I've been told I'm too open.
0: (laughs) Then that's fair. Okay. So question three, what has been your greatest spiritual lesson? I am not my body. Huge. Mm -hmm. What is the most important thing each of us
1: can do to change the world? Heal ourselves. This has been the message right from the beginning since I started talking to you. Yes. Clean up our own house before we start cleaning up others. Do our work. And finally,
0: what does being an evolving human mean to you?
1: People who are doing their work. They are becoming more conscious. They're taking accountability and responsibility for their actions, for their triggers, for their emotions, for what they project into the world, uh, how they want to see the world. It's Mm -hmm. 110% Responsible accountability. It's They are creating their reality.
0: So do you have any final message for the people that are listening here today?
1: Mm -hmm. Oh, this one always comes in my mind. It's called, wake up. Mm -hmm. I think that's one always shouts through the back Mm of me. Come on, people, wake up. Stop waiting. Please. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's just, it's just... Wake up, wake up. How can you not wake up? Wake up. Mm-hmm. You know, the end to all the suffering, the end to all this chaos. Yeah. Like it's just, it's just like sometimes it just blows my mind away. And I know people mm-hmm. are trying to wake up and they are, and your listeners are probably those that are already starting to wake up. Otherwise they wouldn't be listening to you, but it's the ones who are not listening. Like, please wake up. Now they'll be able to share
0: this episode with their. Still slumbering friends. Yes.
1: See? <laughs> and the ripple effect exactly. comes out. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, it's been such a joy talking to you. It's just been, I, like I said, yeah, we could go on for hours. So. Well, you've you've shared
0: your wisdom. I really appreciate it. I'm so grateful for the time you gave us today. And so I'm just going to say that's our time. Your support of evolving humans through your shares is greatly appreciated. If you need some clarity around a situation in your life, please go to juliamarie.us and click the Book Now button on the homepage. And now, a quote for you to contemplate as you go about your day. The best and most beautiful things in the world cannot be seen or even touched. They must be felt with the heart. Helen Keller beautiful. Thank
1: you so much.